Welcome back to this spectacular mess. Hello, friends and people of Earth. It has been a while because sometimes life is just like that. Uh, busy with work and parenting, friendships and family, the holidays, and trying to uh, manage your own physical and mental health. It can be a lot. I hope you all survived Thanksgiving and Christmas with your families and no one was threatened or banished or stabbed. I think Thanksgiving is sort of like the the trial run to Christmas. Um, let's all make sure we can do this without killing one another. <laughs> and if it goes real bad, we will walk up to New Year's and just say, well, I'll try to be better next year, right? But I am back uh, for now. I almost did not come back to this because I was struggling with my own uh, mental health and sometimes it just feels easier to hunker down, you know, but uh, I know this is also a very good thing for me. Uh, a couple of you reminded me of that and encouraged me to keep going. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you to those friends. That means a lot. I'm excited about this particular episode because it is the start of a kind of a new trajectory on here. With the helpful thinking power of a good friend, um, you will hopefully notice more of a theme strung throughout the episodes. Uh, this episode, uh, I will be talking about messy beginnings, which I think everyone can relate to. This will be titled Part 1 because there are lots of types of beginnings that we experience. And it's perfect for me to start there because I honestly wish I had started the podcast this way, but I didn't. Uh, it was a messy beginning, but hopefully it becomes uh, less so. And as someone who notoriously starts lots of things but doesn't always finish, which is one of my uh, many demons, I start a lot of things. So I know a thing or two about messy beginnings. And uh, we are now approaching the beginning of a new year, so this uh, should all work out as a, as a theme, I think, I, I hope. <laughs> And as we approach the end of the year, we have a tendency to look back, right? And sometimes we may not always like what we see. We may look back and see the sting of projects or hobbies or even friendships that started, but then they fell off or they failed. They didn't go quite right. And it hurts to admit when that happens. But as all things, they don't have to define us. They don't have to define you or me. Not the way uh, you think, at least. My take on, on this is that what comes after that says something about the effort you made. If whatever you hoped would take off, uh, but didn't, but then you keep going, I don't think that that's a bad thing. The people who mess up and stick around and work to maintain and their dignity and craft their effort, that's, that's really admirable. We need to recognize that. Um, in the film Elizabethtown, after the main character feels the sting of his own disgrace and failure, his co-star and love interest says to him, You failed. All right. You failed, you failed, you failed. You want to be really great? Then have the courage to fail big and stick around. 
Make them wonder why you're still smiling. That's true greatness to me. No matter uh, how messy it was, the holidays or whatever beginning you had this year, it doesn't mean you can't keep going. And it doesn't mean there isn't still amazing beauty and worth in whatever it led you to. And it led you right here listening to me. Aren't you the lucky one? And it's a perfect time to talk about things not going right. We just finished the holidays, and as a single dad, I can testify that things do not always go exactly as you plan, uh, but that doesn't mean it was disastrous. It may have looked a little like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story, but you know what? There's something special still in there somewhere. There is still something that makes me feel good about the memories that I was able to share and create with with my kids or with my friends. And we're going to talk more about the messes from last year, but just remember, there's always more to come. And I can't wait to hear the next chapter. Be right back, friends. Twenty twenty one was quite a messy year itself. We started off the year with the Capitol riots, which was a disaster. We've had to deal with the COVID vaccine issue. Uh, Simone Biles chose her own mental health over gymnastics, which she met with adversity from couch critics, but ultimately I'm sure she was proud of her own decision. For quite a while, everyone saw the messiness of middle-aged Britney Spears, but now she is free from her conservatorship. And... Uh, Of course, we have the never-ending mess of juvenile internet threads that involve mudslinging and quarreling in the name of debate for who is right on everything. It's no wonder that if there is intelligent life out there, they are intelligent enough to not come here for a visit. They probably took one look and thought, nope, hard pass. I'm not sure I would blame them. But I might say to them, I get it. We are and have been ridiculous. The human race has made more mistakes and bad decisions than we could ever count. I'm sure we have ended more things than we have ever created or begun. I mean, I alone can remember all the bad decisions I've made as well as mentally obsess on the things that came to an ugly end. I, uh, I have had a failed marriage. Once upon a time, I was a pastor who was deeply immersed in religion until I was unceremoniously kicked out. I have embarrassed myself in jobs and friendships, uh, bars and introductions. I would say to whoever is out there listening, we have made fools of ourselves, sure, but we have also made some really special moments too. Those moments, um, they fill us with hope and they inspire us. 
to be better, to chase tomorrow, to every day learning a little bit more about how to grow and to hopefully become more loving. And hopefully whenever it is our time to leave this place, we are able to leave it with something that made it a little bit more beautiful. That may not mean so much to some intelligent life out there, I don't know, but it means a lot to me and my friends. So I'm just going to keep on with that. And I hope all of you will too. In the recent Netflix film, Tick, Tick, Boom, we get a behind-the-scenes look at composer and playwright Jonathan Larson, uh, famous for creating the smash hit Rent. We learn that, in, in the film, we learn that he worked on several other projects before that one, but many of them, they just didn't land him the success that he was hoping for. In one of the closing scenes, following a performance he was proud of but once again did not go in the way he hoped he's asked by a friend what he will do now his response i'll get started on the next one sometimes that is all you can do it might be the most important thing for you to do not because you need to keep yourself busy and not reflect or take time to mourn or whatever but we we have to learn how to stand again by doing the things we loved at the beginning. The thing that that actually made us feel alive. You may never be a famous painter, but if painting makes you feel alive, then do it. You may paint and even have the chance to to present your work to the public. If they don't respond the way you hoped, you don't just stop painting, you keep painting. That's how you honor what the presentation meant to you. Uh, don't, don't let anyone stop you. Don't let your own thoughts stop you. Sometimes I just assume, I mean, I do, I assume people, you know, they're, they're laughing at me or they're judging me. And maybe they are, I don't know. If so, oh well, I mean, I can't control them, but I'm not going to let them dictate who I am or what I'm able to do, and I'm not going to spend my time and energy on people who would think about me like that anyway. But you know what? I've, I've learned that most likely they are not doing either of those things. They are probably obsessing <laughs> over their own mistakes and, and decisions. I mean, we all allow our own minds to tell us about the worst version of ourselves, but it doesn't even mean it's true. Uh, I had a good friend many years ago who asked me about something that I would love to do someday or what I would like to be. And I said, I would love to be a writer. I think that would be awesome. And in my head, just like anyone else, I thought, well, you know, you're not that until you're, I don't know, a, a published or you're a... You know, you got books on the top 10 lists or whatever. And he said, okay, but do you write? And I said, yeah, I write. And then he goes, okay, well, then you're a writer. 
that's what you are. Uh, that was that was a really powerful moment for me to realize that that I could be the thing that I wanted to be. I could do the thing that I wanted to do. The thing that makes me feel alive. And even if I don't exactly know how to do it, or I'm not doing it as well as I might someday, I, I, I need to keep going. And it's not up to someone else to tell me that I'm not that thing. So I pass that on to you. And I encourage you to keep going, keep creating, and keep living. Who cares if it was messy? Keep going, because by the time you get to the end, it might be the most beautiful thing you've ever done. So, an unoriginal idea. I want to incorporate into the end of these episodes are something I'm looking forward to. It could be pop culture or it could be something more personal, whatever. But I think that would be a cool way to end the uh, shows for me at this moment right now. Let's see. My daughter is starting an after-school program. For privacy, I'm not going to say her name or the school, but it's a program that's really helped her blossom with creativity and confidence. I'm very proud of her. Uh, I'm looking forward to whatever new movie binge there. Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Uh, Marathon. There we go. Uh, Movie binge marathon with my son. We just finished watching all the Harry Potters together. Um, that was fun. We, I had never done that. Shocker. Um, so that was very exciting. Um, so we like doing that. That's one of our things that we do together. Usually something that's like sci-fi or fantasy or something. Which reminds me, I'm excited for the new season of Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. Big fan. Um, and, oh, I'm going to be moving into a new place in February. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, Obviously, I've come here to the end of this episode. Obviously, these episodes aren't very long, but that's okay because I'm not looking to take up much of your time. I did ramble quite a bit, but hopefully there was some coherence to what I said. Perhaps some of it even resonated with you. You might be able to detect that they consist of kind of short bursts of recordings that I piece together because it takes time to figure out what different things I want to say and how to say them and when I'm ready to say them. Uh, No, I did not have a special co-host, but as I mentioned before, with the the busyness of the holidays and wrestling with my own mental health, I was not able to arrange that just yet. Um, I'm glad I did this, even if it was uh, god-awful boring for you, (laughs) but I hope it wasn't. As I've said before, this project, uh, this podcast, it exists for two reasons. One, I need something to work on, to create something, to feed my soul, which helps fight against my own depression and inner demons. Uh, This is mental and emotional nourishment for me. Even if, even if no one ever listens to these, uh, it did, it, it does something for me, something very important for me. So... 
That's a big reason I need to keep doing these. The second reason is because I suspect I am not the only one that feels this way. I, or I hope not. <laughs> and I encourage you. No, no, no. I, I plead with you. <laughs> uh, I plead with you actually to contact me and let me know that I'm not alone. If I was able to help you as well, fantastic. That's great. Um, but please reach out to me, um, whether it be through here or if you know me or on Instagram. But I hope you keep listening, keep living, and keep being kind to yourself. Goodbye.